When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's hour number three, Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. A football Friday, a snowy day too. And if you're out in traffic trying to make your way home or wherever you got to be, just take it easy and we'll get you through it. And Brandy Scott will be with us a little bit later on in the hour to help you through the traffic part of it as well. But right now, it is hour number three. It's Barton Hunt. It's a football Friday. So, Bart Scott, what's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. Say it with your chest. I love the power hour, hour. <laughs> we know that Rex Ryan loves it, too. All right, you know who else loves it? Alex loves Monaco. It? Alex ah. Monaco loves it. And every Friday, he joins us in the power hour. And it's time for him to help us through this weekend's games make a little bit of, you know, some pocket change. Let's get a little extra money in your pocket. Cheese and sour cream on the taco. This is Lunch Money. All right, Alex Monaco, you can see him on MSG Networks, the better half hour. He's full of energy, and he's also got some picks for us. What's up, buddy? How did we do coming out of Wild Card Weekend? How are we feeling? Were you able to – were you on the dollar menu this week, or were we were we buying steak? Ah! Thanks for having me, boys. Fired up for this weekend. I went three and three. We lose on the juice. Shout out the juice bar. You know, that's what happens. You live to see another weekend, though. We'll take it. It was kind of interesting what I got right, what I got wrong. You know, I go with the, the adult in the room nah. on, on the pickup basketball Saturday, Flacco. And he looks like a cul-de-sac father of three back there. And I get cooked, man. Did, did you believe in Dallas, too? No, I was on the Packers. Remember, I remember he took about Packers that. and took the seven, and that was a smart play. I like that uh-huh. one. Now, now Kansas City, that you got little, did you get screwed by Kansas City? No, we had Which the, was the we game laid the four and a half, and then you and I obviously talked on uh, Nick's pregame that day. We talked. We're on the under, so we both yeah. squad ride that oh, to victory. Yeah, but yeah, no, I. What was the I, one I that was you a got? Though, but th- wasn't there one though that like you, it was like a half? It just killed you. What was the one? Well, we, were, we, we were texting each other about a back door that never happened, right? Yeah, that that Steelers one. We also talked about that. That's we're no money one. on that. I, I felt the under, and of course the Steelers, and that was that was an interesting one. That was a live betting marathon, though, gentlemen. You could have gotten the Steelers up to twenty nine and a half. I wish I was kidding, and Jeez. closed with Bills minus seven and a half. So you could have gotten two and a half points less than the closing <laughs> line live. You know, this is the world I live in when you're not married with no kids. You can pay attention to these things. Yeah, I guess so. Well, let, let's pay attention to the games now for this weekend, shall we? And let's just – we'll take them in chronological order. So let's begin Texans at Ravens. And the Ravens, the number one seed, the AFC, they are hosting. It. It's Saturday. It is 4.30. We've got it on ESPN as well. And this is – the Ravens are laying, last we checked, nine and a half over these upstart Texans. Do you dare take – do you dare lay those points? You know, I'm laying them. I'm, I'm rocking with oh. I'm rocking with Bart's team, baby. Give me the flock. This is their uh, moment. Uh, uh, this uh. is, look, <laughs> CJ 
indoors in the dome young team has to go on the road you've seen the weather reports there's going to be wind there's going to be all kinds of factors oh, for an indoor ball, team man. and we had a round one now look it was week one so you got to take something but not too much from it and it was just a bend but don't break approach and that's what to me is going to happen this game Baltimore will give up a few field goals. CJ will move the rock. Maybe he turns it over. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, we're talking about a team third in points per game defensively, fourth in yards per play, and number one in points allowed. This is the best defense, by the way, statistically, since 2009's Baltimore Triple crown, triple crown right? Yeah, no. Oh, say that again. 2000 what? 2009? 2009, 16.5 points per game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were some dogs. It's the fifth. Yeah. It's the fifth best D in franchise history. And it's the best D Lamar's ever had. So the whole narrative of Lamar being one and three in the playoffs and yada, yada, they just got to stick to their game plan. Let the crowd be the crowd. They're going to take care of them. I'm going to swallow the points. That's, that's the, that's the O nine Ravens defense that got Bart paid. Yeah, yeah, cheese on the taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the one yeah, that got him yeah, paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Can't yeah. wait, right. baby. Oh, Happy oh, anniversary. Ching. Oh. All right. So, yeah. So, all right. So, Baltimore, let's lay the nine and a half. So next up is another upstart team, the Green Bay Packers, the Packers of Green Bay. They go to San Francisco <laughs> to take on the number one seed, the 49ers. The coaches know each other, a little familiarity there. Saturday evening game in San Francisco. This one is interesting because it's also a nine and a half point spread. So how are you playing this one? You know, this is tough, gentlemen, because I feel like I'm on now. Look, I'm looking at the ticket splits on different books. This is a very public bet. Packers plus nine and a half. I'll just say that. Whereas the not a lot of people are laying the Ravens nine and a half. A lot of people are going with the Texans and the points. I mean, we're talking about two rookies with some of the greatest perfect passer rating rookie debuts in the history of the sport. Love being the fourth best passer rating behind Manning and Bradshaw. So how do you look and not just last week at the last nine games where the kids got 21 touchdowns and one interception, and on a four-game winning streak, 10 tutties, no interceptions, Hmm. and not sit here knowing the history of LaFleur and Shanahan, knowing that Shanahan in these spots doesn't always cover, and then, I'm sorry, can we just talk this out? Who's the better quarterback on the field Mm. in this game? Look Mm. at the Purdy Purdy splits on wins and losses. 28 touchdowns, two mistakes and wins, 12 games. Three touchdowns, nine interceptions in the four losses. Obviously, didn't play last game. If they play the Packers game where they just do not turn the ball over. Now, Aaron Jones is not going to have the game he had last week that he will this weekend. Of course not. But if Love continues to play above the rim, I got to take the points, gentlemen. I have to. Ooh, Bart. How are you feeling about that? Like, like nine and a half is a lot of points. Man, but the I, Niners, are they superior to the Packers? It, it can be 20 and a half, and I would take that. Man, the, 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 the 49 is about to beat the dog brakes off of this. Oh Listen, let's let's remember what Green Bay defense was before the Dallas game in which Dallas can 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 do anything. This is listen, Aaron Jones, I hope you enjoyed your your your, your open gaps and easy ways to go in. You ain't punking nobody on that side of the ball. And guess what? That defense sees that type of offense every single day. Shifts, motions, and all that stuff. You don't think they got a plan for that? Okay. Gonna, and this going to be some is bully McCarthy ball. Is McCarthy that bad of a coach? Was that out yes. coaching? I, yes. I mean, this is just killing me over they here. Were ready. To change the conversation. Well, remember again, the Niners own the Cowboys, right? And 
They own it Green Bay, too. And and Matt LaFleur knows Kyle Shanahan pretty well, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you think maybe he got some cheat codes? Just saying. All right, let's move on. So we move on to Sunday now. And we get the Buccaneers and the Lions. Oh, and the, I mean, the story in Detroit is a wonderful one. Like, we just – it's such a great story. I think they are America's team right now. They are – really, they're laying – boy, it's almost a touch. They are laying six and a half. That's a large favorite for a franchise that hasn't gotten this far in like 100 years. So, Alex Monaco, the betting expert who understands mm. how all this stuff works – Six and a half points is the spread here with Detroit at home. And yes, it's cold in Detroit, but they play in a dome, so it's where it's <laughs> the weather and any of that stuff. But are you are you daring to believe in the Detroit Lyon? Well, I love the story, and I'm I'm rocking with one Prada. I like them to win the game, but I have to take the six and a half, gentlemen. Mm, uh, close, this close. is an experienced defense. And you start going down the line, and all three phases have a Super Bowl ring thanks to TB12. The experience here, and I got three Costco sample examples here of this season of Bucks in the Dome. Two W's and a 39-37 L to the Texans. Baker, seven touchdowns, one INT in those games. Not to mention the kid on the road this week, this year, excuse me, and the Bucks on the road are the best cover in the league. It's seven and one. So you look at Baker's three playoff games, seven touchdowns, one one interception. These are both teams that are excellent at stopping the run. The Bucs can't run the ball. So, yes, you got to say the Lions with the home field advantage and all of that, you probably say they win the game. But then you start looking at the whole world slowly, emotionally, to Allen's point on the intro, betting on this narrative. And when you go to Vegas and you bet emotionally, you typically don't leave right. with, with heavier pockets. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm super emotional when it comes to the Lions, right? So, <laughs> listen. No, I know. It's a big weekend for you, both days. Yeah, when, when, when you look at it, right, you know, Baker Mayfield didn't have to uh, deal with the crowd noise. This is a game that we've already seen 20 to 6. You know, this was week six, so most teams were relatively healthy. The Lions took care of them. Um, and I think, you know, they'll be more accustomed to seeing Ty Bowles blitz packages because they've seen him already. And Ross St. Brown has come to life. Jamar Gibbs has come to life. Jameson Williamson wasn't there. He's come to life. Now we know who LaPorter is. I just think they're better prepared, and I think the moment can be too big, and it's time for Cinderella to, to lose her shoe and for it to turn 12 o'clock. So I, I'm confident that, you know, last week was the one that I was nervous about because Lions yeah. were Lions. And the fact that they found the, found the way to squeak that out and not give up any touchdowns in the red zone, I understand that Godwin and you know the biggest mis- mismatch in this game, to me, in my opinion, is the receivers of um, you know Tampa versus the cornerbacks of Detroit. But the fact that they are one dimensional, and they can't run the ball, uh, also gives me gives me uh, faith that the Lions can sneak another DB and, and stop the run with a light box. All right, so again, he's not saying that the Lions will lose. It's just basically that it's going to be a close game and closer yeah, yeah. than six and a half. Bart's believing, though, in the touchdown or more win for his hometown team. And after what your father went through, let's yes. be honest, on Thanksgiving Day, the least they could do is give him a little bit of a playoff run here to get some of that back, because that Thanksgiving, I mean, you, 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 can, yeah. you can't even enjoy Thanksgiving. My, my dad, my, my, my dad might take take a bump, dog. He'd be so happy. <laughs> take a Go bump. get that old spoon he had from the seventies. Uh, oh my God! Just just look look <laughs> it up if you want to know what Bart's talking about. All right, last but not least, the last game, 
This is, I feel like this is the most riveting of the matchups for many reasons. Chiefs at the Bills. Yes, at the Bills, meaning Patrick Mahomes on the road yeah, in man. the playoffs. What? This is real. This is real. And in Buffalo where it snowed once and apparently it's snowing again. Sunday, 6.30, and this is as close of a, of a spread as you can have. I think we're at two and a half right now. How would you play this game considering weather, considering we don't know Mahomes on the road in the playoffs, and considering the Bills, it feels like all the pressure is on Buffalo to finally slay the dragon. How are you playing this one, Monaco? This one's fascinating, gentlemen. And the world the world of tickets versus money, a lot of people betting the bills, loving, loving riding this wave the last month and a half. But if you want a winning bet out there, and it's not glamorous, but it's going to cash, you got to take the scuba Steve under here with two top four defenses, both giving up 18 and 17 on the year. The weather, the wind, the implications, and these defenses – I don't see how this is breaking 45 points. So mm. I, I would say the best bet, believe it or not, is taking the under. But yes, this is a fascinating narrative, of course. Three and three, best of seven here, including both regular season and playoffs. But I got to take the Chiefs, gentlemen. I'm I'm fired up about taking it. The underdog and the competitiveness in this spot where Mahomes doesn't get this opportunity and this team doesn't get this opportunity to go on the road, be the dog, be not really talked about as much as the other team. This is objects in mirror, not as they appear. He's eight, one and one against the spread as a dog. And in the playoffs, I, I you look at his splits in his career. He's got better numbers on the road and he's 38 and 11 on the road versus 36 and 11 at home. Are we overhyping Bill's mafia and the home field advantage here? I, the only thing that stops him is if Will Ferrell from Elf pops out, throws a snowball from the rafters <laughs> and knocks him out. I got the Chiefs in a big way. I love it. And I know I'm going against a lot of Sharps this weekend and the public. If How you not, feeling, Bart? If, if not now, then when for Josh Allen? Yeah. This, win, this window is closed and he feels it. And, you know, this is a team that got second life. We didn't think that they had a 6% chance to even make it to the playoffs. That's right. And they got in on the slipping. other side. Now, I am nervous that, you know, they, the their middle linebacker, is going to get extended, and he was on, on his way to Key West to, to move to Key West when they had to call him up because of all the injuries. They are injured all over the place when you consider, like, um, on the defensive side of the ball for the Buffalo Bills. You know, but, you know, this could be a p big Pacheco game, right? Because remember, the Bills try to stop everybody out of, out of small packages already with a bunch of DBs out there out of sub package. And Pacheco in this type of weather – is, is built for this, and then Patrick Mahomes, let's see what happens. But on the other side, I know this Chiefs defense has been good, but this is when Josh Allen, you know, uses his legs. Let's see if he can take care of the football because if they can turn Josh Allen over a couple of times, you know, then, then I have a possible concern, but I got to give the Buffalo Bills a benefit of the doubt because they feel like they're playing with house money, and we counted them out, and usually when you count people out – you know, they have that chip on the shoulder just as much as Mahomes has for not uh, for us not talking about them. Let me ask you on on, on a, a related note, but a personal one for me, because Alex, you know, I've told you that uh, Pacheco over on carries last week was <laughs> a nice little nice little pocket change. Do I do, do do I play that again this week after what Bart just said? I imagine that's something that's something we should be thinking about. Yes, I think I think you have to. Right. Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't play in the 2017 loss. That's also other thing to talk out in this rivalry of three and three overall, winning two straight, and the Bills won round one this year. 
That's like a, almost a divisional dance. And when you're looking at it betting, can they beat them and pack them in two times in a year? That's not easy to do. I really do uh, think uh, the Chiefs are the side. If you it like gets the to plus three, you yeah. can take plus three as well. And you other, like the other, under. Other you, you definitely yeah. think this is going to be like, even if the Chiefs, it's just going to be an under, right? Uh, it's 44 and a half? Yeah. I, I, 2017 yeah. round one, two top four defenses. Yeah. I mean, I another just. Con- yeah, another concern yeah. is the Chiefs on the road, and they have the worst tackles left in the football in the playoffs. Half and going a silent count, and he ain't gonna be able to cheat no more. He got away with it week one against the Lions. He's the most penalized um, uh, tackle in all of football. So I mean that that can really change a lot of things when you consider you know uh, Donathan Smith and I believe the other guy name is uh, I forget his name. I'll find his name. But yo, know, yeah, he's he's really struck. He's really well, struggled on the road. All right, yeah, and and we've seen Mahomes start chewing out teammates on the sideline before. Now it doesn't mean that he wouldn't start doing that again if mistakes start to be the reason why they aren't able to win this game. Alex, Jawan Taylor, always good stuff. We were we were waiting for that name, Jawan Taylor. <laughs> Alex, awesome stuff, my man. Thanks so much. Um, good luck with it, and uh, you'll be hearing from me on Sunday, especially if things don't go. <laughs> Let's right go. Way. All right. Thanks for having me as always. Enjoy the you game. Got it. Okay. Alex Monaco, again, you can see him on the Better Half Hour. Juice Bar as well is a really good show, he and Sean Little, mm-hmm. uh, on MSG Network. So there is that part of it. Now, Bart, there's more to get to on this stuff because I know you've been like giving us little little nuggets here and there about each of these games, but let's get a little more analytical about it uh, as we go forward. But we played this during Audio Files, and, and Dina Hand caught it as well. I want you to listen once again as we're talking about the, the Chiefs and Bills game, which – like I said, that's to me the premier game of the weekend. That's the one we're all going to be, all right, did they finally slay the dragon? Is Mahomes going to do it again? Has he ever played on the road? We have Josh Allen, again, talking about facing the Chiefs one more time in the playoffs, a team that they just can't get past. And I want to see if you hear what Dinahan heard as well. Take a listen here. Played them every year for the last, I think, four or five years. So I think it's two teams that are very familiar with each other. So the wrinkles that they put in, that we put in, that we adjust to, those are going to be key to, to winning this game. So, again, just trying to come in here and be as prepared as possible for game day. Yeah. What, what do you think he's saying there? What, what, like what? He's saying you, you use your studying against you. Like, they, 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 they went against each other so, t- so so many times. They have these absolutes, right? Remember I told you about absolutes and mm-hmm. why they're problems? Well, what happens is when you play somebody so many times, you see what they do against certain defenses and how they adjust to certain coverages right. and how they like to attack it. And All you that's use correct. That against them. All that's correct. Who is in charge of the wrinkles, the adjustments, and the preparation? Joe Brady. Eh, at the very top. Oh, you're saying a quarterback? No, at the very top. Who's in charge of, you know, all the different wrinkles, knowing the other team, the adjustments that you need to make, having everybody prepared? Whose job is that? Head coach. Yes. See, Dinahan, like you heard that, right? Like you heard him. When you have somebody that is talking about things that are beyond what you do on the field, that sounds like to me he's like, well, we know they're always prepared. We need to be prepared, too, because they beat you. But they've won, though. But the, the Bills have won more games than they lost, and they just haven't won the games that they were the supposed to. The ones that to. matter? Yeah. yeah. Because we know each other really well, so we have to. It's adjustments. Yes. It's making our own little wrinkles, yes. and it's being prepared. I hate you. So you didn't hear that as, you know, a little, hey, the head coach better have <laughs> us ready? Ah, see, well, if you think bit, about it, bit of bit of with that narrative that we were talking about yesterday with Rex, with Rex, 
because mm. he he did suggest that if things don't go well for the Bills, that there could be a change there in Buffalo. You know, I wouldn't want to see Vrabel there. If you forgot, here's what Rex Ryan told us yesterday about any pressure on Sean McDermott. Absolutely, there'd be some more pressure on Sean McDermott. You have a damn good football team, and the only thing you haven't done has been able to get over the top. And this is what people will say as this team peaked out. Is there a higher level? And, and, you know, could he be one of those coaches that I mentioned? I don't know. Like, you know, if you think there's somebody out there that could take you to that level. And that's what Sean McDermott's fighting here. Wow. So there's something certainly there. All right, 800-919-3776. We'll do a little Ask Bart about divisional playoffs, all the matchups and what he sees, and we'll go through each one of them. Bart's going to make his own picks now, not with obviously spreads and everything, just who's going to win and why this coming weekend. And also for Patrick Mahomes playing on the road in the playoffs, is he a little nervous about that? You'll hear from him as well next. Stay with us. Bart Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, right, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. K Show, top of the hour. It is a Friday. It's a football Friday, of course, here. And the divisional round. And we're getting closer and closer to the Super Bowl. And some of the matchups, like I said, you've got a couple of compelling ones. And some great stories. I mean, the story out of Detroit, that's one, of course. Even here in New York, if you're a Jets fan, you know what this feels like. I mean, the Lions, they haven't done anything in 30 years. Literally 30 years. I mean, they're hosting another playoff game. Think about that just alone. What that building, what Ford Field's going to sound like. But finally, like this close, you're this close. You could taste it getting to the NFC Championship game. One win away, and, and they certainly can beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. So there's that game. But as we were just talking about, that Bills-Chiefs game up in Buffalo on Sunday evening, 
that game is going to have so much riding on it from so many different levels. And it really does feel like a lot of pressure on the side of the Bills. But this is also still new to the Kansas City Chiefs. And we can't overlook the fact that this has not been an easy season for them at all. And there's been a lot of frustrations that have gone on. With all the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, and all that attention that has gone on, that some people, I mean, the NFL loves it, but there's a lot of people who can't stand it. And then there's Patrick Mahomes, who has been frustrated with receivers or lack thereof on his team, and the inability to just make simple catches, which has frustrated him uh, as well. Their defense has been a lot better. But for Mahomes, this is the first experience of him playing in a playoff game that is not the Super Bowl, that is not at Arrowhead. So, of course, he's just asked the typical question of uh, any nerves about playing a road playoff game. Kind of just is what it is. Obviously, I've been lucky enough to play a lot of games at home at Arrowhead Stadium. Kind of just everything's fell that way. But now we get a great opportunity to go on the road, play in a hostile environment. One that I haven't been able to play with fans in the stands. I mean, even though I know it's going to be hostile and there's going to there, there be people talking trash and everything like that, I'm excited for it because it's one of the best environments in football. And you want to do that when you grow up watching these games is play in the best environments and see what it's like. That's what sorry, I always, that, I'm sorry, I always was, laugh. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. That was Garrett Cole. I played the wrong. <laughs> no, I, no, but, but, I laugh at that because. Why do you laugh at that? He's a great player. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he feels that way. Pretty sure his supporting cast doesn't feel that way. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm pretty sure the dude, if they they drop a catch in there and like you sink, uh, aha, snowballs aha. being thrown yeah, at you. Yeah, I, I'm sure that could shake him. A guy like Rasheed Rice, who's a young guy, man, who can get the yips at times. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody like Valdez Scanley, who don't know where the, where the know. who don't know where the uh, divots are in, in the field. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then you know, also just not really playing on that surface, having no familiarity because you don't play on there eight times a year. So you don't know how to cut on the grass. You don't know what type of cleats to wear. What if you wear the wrong cleats and then now you spat it up and now you got to get it cut off and try and figure out and change the studs. That's all decisions that you make when you're playing on surfaces where you got one team slipping and sliding, you got the other one that knows exactly what to do. You know, so that's that's adjustment period. So that's just one less thing to, to worry about in addition to the Buffalo Bills being a good football team. Do you think there's a chance, as Rex suggested, that if the Bills lose this game and they blow out their coaching staff, Mm -hmm. that they would then turn not too far up the road and bring in Bill Belichick? Buffalo Bill Belichick. Can you see that happening? Why not? I mean, this is is the best chance to to also, okay, y'all don't want me? All right, now y'all got to see me. And I I got a great chance with this quarterback who's more physically gifted then the one I took the six Super Bowls and won six with, I can do something with a mobile quarterback. Listen, uh, Sean McDaniel, I mean, Josh McDaniels has been looking for this type of hybrid, right? They thought they were getting a little bit of that with Mac Jones, spread court. You know, they thought they were getting a little bit with uh, Jacoby Brissett. He mm-hmm. turned out not to be as athletic as they thought. And now they, you get him a weapon like that, a proven commodity, nah. If he's had two that. interviews with the Falcons and still doesn't take the job, that's because he's waiting for something else. That's yes. that mean that means you know, I'm, I'm, I bet he's probably surprised that um you know, you say like the Chargers are ran like a family um organization. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't decided to call him and say, you know, maybe maybe they don't want they look the Chargers for a are young, focused on Harbaugh. And maybe yeah, cuz I think they're thinking about, hey, we need somebody that can be here in the duration of Herbert's career. Good point. You know, Bill's 72 years old. If right. Josh played 8 more years, but he going to be coaching to 80? We're not doing that. Mhm. Now, now so give me a, all right, so give me your pick on this game. 
the Chiefs and the Bills. It's it starts at six thirty Eastern up in Buffalo Sunday. It has been you know obviously we all know the weather situation there with the snow that they've already had. We've got snow happening here again in New York. I mean what what are you what are you expecting for this game? This this just feels like it's Buffalo's time after having a tough season, uh, making a, the controversial change uh, at at offensive coordinator with Joe Brady and discovering um, James Cook. You know, James Cook ended up with 1,100 yards rushing. I think he was a pro bowler, um, caught the ball well. And ever since Joe Brady's become the quarterback, I me mean, come to the coordinator, mm-hmm. you know, James is, is exploded and being the focal point, which is taking a lot of pressure out of for Josh to be the running game as well. Josh can just focus on passing the ball. And now you got Kincaid that played at a high level the other day. I think they're becoming a more complete, less predictable type of um, team. Now, it was still kind of crazy and tough when you looked at the Steelers was right there, 17-24, could have did some business if they didn't you know, turn over the football. Right. But, you know, I just think they know each other well. I think this can be the time that, you know, Josh can finally say, hey, I am a rival of – uh, of Mahomes because you're only a rival and if you beat him. So, so you, know, you Joe so Burrow's you, done it. Let's see if Josh and an name to the list. So the Bills, you're 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 expecting the Bills. Bills to win. Yeah, I expect okay. they should they should win. Okay. All right. Now um so we'll go backwards from since we started with this game. We'll go to the, the Bucks Lions game and you know obviously it's close to your heart and I know how you feel about it. But I I you've always talked about it's not necessarily the bulletin board material, but it's just saying Saying too much. Mm-hmm. C.J. Gardner-Johnson started something when last yeah, week when talking about star. the Rams, he said that that group is is probably one of the better groups we've done faced all year besides the Tampa group. Right. And if you get, he said this, if you gave that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. Then he mentions, obviously, Mike Evans and Godwin. He said Russell Gage. Palmer, yep. He Palmer. said that's a great group. I played against them. For real. So it sounds like obvious shade being thrown at Baker Mayfield, who's always been used to being the – even though he's the number one pick, he's been treated so much like an afterthought. People have picked on him yeah. all the time. His punchable face. Well, he's got guy. that he's too. A guy, he's a guy that – you know, the progressive commercials, people always used to poke fun, more commercial than wins. But now yeah. he, he's, well, fought to, he's fought to get to this position. He's he has. Well. He, he has. Credit. And he responded to what uh, Gardner Johnson had to say by saying this. I don't think he's really watched film because he mentioned Russell Gage. You know, we love Russell, but Russell hasn't played a snap all year for us. He must be going off the preseason stuff that the media was talking about. But he didn't play our first game, so I'm excited to see him. I think he's a really good player. He has been for a while, and he's been an impactful guy on every team he's been on. So he's a good player, but he's got to do a little bit more film study. So Gage, remember, <laughs> he, he tore his patellar tendon yeah. in his right knee when the Jets and uh, the Bucks had that joint practice. Right. He hadn't even played all year, so... You know, like he he kind of took a shot back at him. Like, hey, you might want to watch some film because that guy doesn't even play for us. But still, do you feel like that kind of talk that's that is that meaningless in a game well, like this? It's not meaningless uh, because you know who's to say that they don't create some things to try and because Gardner Johnson is an emotional player. Okay, remember he's the one that got punched in the face by I forget, when he was with the Saints. The uh, the dude from the Bears punched him in the face like thirty seven times. He just put his hands up. You know what I mean, and you know, he, but he's also the guy that brought the blue ski mask to Detroit, and they you know, sold out Amazon early in the year. So he's an emotional player. Uh, he's an emotional uh, leader for them, and it, you know, they need him to play well because I, I don't think it's a coincidence that um, 
Philly's secondary struggled mightily with turnovers and big plays because he left. And, you know, hopefully he's been doing that for the Lions. Hopefully he can continue to do that. But it's going to be tough sledding because, you know, if you can't get to Baker, you know, they they have a mismatch on the outside. So we played Dan Campbell earlier talking about don't get ahead of ourselves. The hardest thing is going to be for Detroit to not start getting high for your own supply. When you start having the headlines and we, we know how this goes. The media comes around. Like, see, you were new with the Jets, but the Jets getting as far as they did in your first year with Rex. Yeah. You, it was the same kind of hype. All of a sudden, everybody's now blowing you up. You're getting gassed up by everybody. And you you almost lose track of, hey, we still got fi- We still got a fight here. We still got a battle here. Yeah. Like, we can't start dreaming about being at the Super Bowl when we're only in the divisional round. But as I mentioned, in Detroit, they're not used to this. The, the Lions have never played two home games in the playoffs ever in the they, same year. That's never happened. And yeah. this is as far as they've gotten. They've never gotten this far. In over 30 years they haven't gotten this far. So you can understand the hype, but the Lions should be the superior team, but the Bucks Bart, are not a team to take lightly. The spread six and a half, we already discussed that. But how do you feel about the Lions? Like Not emotionally now. I know you want emotionally yeah. to see them win. But how do you feel about them in the matchup here with this Bucks team and that experienced defense that the Bucks are bringing in with Todd Bowles? Well, Jared Goff has seven interceptions when pressured with the blitz. We know that Todd Bowles is going to blitz coming off the bus. Yes. Ty Bowles not only you know, played against his team and they lost, but he also saw how they react to some of his blitzes. You talk about using information against each other. This is what we're talking about. Right. Uh, Todd has to feel encouraged that you know maybe he can put more pressure on Jared Goff and, you know, be able to speed his process up because he really, really struggles if you can get pressure. But the thing is, on the outside, his corners are going to have to um, add up. And, you know, Ross St. Brown went off on them with the yak yards in the first game. And now you have to deal with the run game being established and the fact that uh, Jameer Gibbs is, is, is more senior. So you don't worry about fumbles and stuff because it's not the crazy wild weather. Um, but with that being said, you got a nine and eight team versus a team that was, fighting to be the number uh, two seed and should have been the number two seed because they really beat the Dallas Cowboys. How much of an impact, because it's a dome and it's passionate, can that crowd have? Or could it also yeah. work against you and get you too jacked up and maybe now no. you're jumping off sides, you're, you know, you're false starts, you might be doing something extra and get a flag for it. How how difficult is it? You've played in these environments when you were in Baltimore. How in hard one. is it to not – get too jacked up when you have a crowd like they're going to have in Detroit. One, domes, like, it's, like, weird with the breath and air because it's, like, pressurized, right? right? So it's, like, weird. You, you Sometimes you, you don't get your breath right away, and then it kind of chilly, but it's not chilly. It's it's weird, right? And, you know, it's like an amphitheater, right? Because the sound just going to bounce up and bounce right back down, yes. man. If anybody yes. saw that game last week, you can see that it was crazy, nuts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be even crazier. Let's see if, if, if these guys – I know they're a veteran group at certain positions, but let's see if they can be able to deal with the noise and the silent counts and all the things that come with it, being able to change plays, right? Like, if, if the Lions shift, how can you get in and out of plays? And all it takes is one person not to get the adjustment to get the play, and mm-hmm. you got two guys in one route, uh, two guys in, in the same area. Yeah. Or you got somebody that slides when they were supposed to be 5-0, when they were supposed to be 5-on-5. Five five. So or a lot somebody of- does something different, yeah. 
So a lot of pre-snap penalties could be watched in this game, only ba- based on pre-snap and, and post because you got the you, you get off the line because you're on silent count. So now the defender gets an extra half a step on you, and now you got to grab him because he, he's beat you. So now you got to grab him so you don't get sack mm-hmm. your quarterback. Okay, all right. Now we'll go quickly over this one because you basically feel like this is barbecue chicken. It's the Niners and the Packers, and you feel pretty strongly that the Niners are yeah. just going to physically dominate this game, right? Yeah, this is kicking out, in my yeah. opinion. You got the student versus the teacher. You don't feel this is like if, if there's a game that you can't – like I need one game I can't watch, this would be the one you're like, I probably wouldn't watch this one. Yeah, I'm concerned with more. If anybody can upset – uh, is Houston versus on the Ravens? And if let's get to can upset all right. Let's get to that. Then the last but not least of them all, which is the, which is certainly that game. And uh, you know, look the the Ravens. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's is has done a great job there. C.J. Stroud feels like he's going to be a quarterback of the future for a long time in this yeah. NFL, right? But for mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, as much as we're putting pressure on the Bills and, and Josh Allen, how about for Lamar Jackson? Is there some pressure there? Tremendous pressure. That it is time for you now to show that you can carry a team yeah. to not just the uh, AFC Championship game, but maybe to the Super Bowl. Yeah, one and four in the playoffs, right? And yeah. hasn't been back since 2019. Was injured for the last two seasons. We made every excuse in the world. I talked about his receivers not being good. You wouldn't take any of his receivers in the top 20 in the NFL. Now they went out and they got Zay Flowers, which you can say he has weapons. They, got, uh, they drafted Bateman. He's been healthy. They develop uh, Isaiah Likely, and eventually, not this week, but if they continue to progress and advance, then he's going to get Mark Andrews back, and he has Odell Beckham as well. Uh, Duvernay's come off of um, off of injury, even though he lost, you know, J.K. Dobbins, um, mm-hmm. and he lost uh, the, Mitchell. the Kenneth Mitchell. Yeah, um, they went in and they got arrested and elevated and, and activated uh, Dalvin Cook. You know, you got Gus Edwards. So they got a great, strong running game. They've given Lamar everything that a quarterback should ask for before the weight of his contract really sits on the chest of this organization. They got a bunch of young players. Hamilton's all pro. He's in the second year. Another um, great safety in the line of great safeties for the Ravens. You look at, you know, Owe, who's, you know, going to play. But, you know, you look at Jadavian Clowney, who's having a career year. Nine and a half sacks, right? They got they got a kid in the inside that has, you know, um, McAdoo, uh, whatever, Kunta Kente, whatever. He got an African name. Um, he's got 13. I think he has 13 sacks as well in the inside. So they got it from the inside, the outside. The Achilles heel is those corners. And even a corner that you would suspect in Marlon Humphreys, who I love a lot, who, who's had a bunch of injuries, he's out for this game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so now if you can't get there and C.J. Stroud is able to eat and take control of those, those cornerbacks, you know, it can be tough. You know, the last time I, I was there, the last time the, the Ravens won the division, Lamar Jackson was the MVP of the league. They got bounced and sit home against the Tennessee Titans. That's right. In the, in the first week after the bye, which is always weird because teams come out flat and the other team comes out rolling because they've been playing in the playoff mode a little bit longer than you. And sometimes if you know, those first quarters can be deadly. Just ask the Cowboys, the deadly, the deadly uh, thing because the Cowboys been in cruise control and the Green Bay Packers been playing in playoff mode and they came out and put 28 on their ass in the first half. Uh, we'll get we'll get to some calls at eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. Also with Bart Scott, can't wait to see coming into this weekend. I, I mean, we just talked about four games. I'm sure he can't wait to see, but we'll see if there's anything else on the docket as well before we pass it off to the K Show. But first, Bart, give me a little Sansone Auto Mall, please. Yeah, man, Bart Scott here. You have to check out Sansone Auto Mall for yourself. It's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get to choose from almost two thousand new and pre-approved. 
pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands, Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Sansong works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, Sansong does it all to get you approved. Sansong works with over 20 banks so that you can get more financing options. Tell them Bar Scott sent you to take an extra $1,000 off your next vehicle. Sansong Auto Mall is located on Route 1 in Woodbridge. You can go to, you can visit them online at uh, sansonauto.com or you can call 1-800-SANSON today. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Tells you it's Friday, tells you it's the weekend, baby. And it's a busy one. Just get home safe, all right? Take your time in the snow. You'll get there. Just got paint. Ow. Friday night. Listen, I'm going to keep this short and sweet, Alan. Well, let me let me do this first. Let me keep this one short and sweet. K-Show coming up, so that means, of course, another chance to get into the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5, giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers get a $25 Fanatics gift card. And a chance at one of 10 super boxes with prizes. You get a big screen TV, Apple AirPods Pro, Beat Solo, Beats Solo headphones. Get your box for the big game by listening to DPH on Rothenberg. You got our show. And coming up, the Michael K Show. That's your next chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, or a 1000 for halftime, and $2,000 if you get the final score. It's all brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Telemore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. All right, Bart, what do you got for me? What do you, what do you can't wait to see? Uh, uh, listen, I'm going to leave it nice and tight, man. Listen, Lamar Jackson has something to prove when you consider getting the bag, no more excuses, can he get over the hump and make himself part of the conversation as the person that can dethrone um, um, Patrick Mahomes and continue to be like the future, the guy that can be his nemesis. Like Patrick Mahomes right now, Joe Burrows is nemesis, Josh Allen's is nemesis. I see if Lamar Jackson can make a claim because he's the only one, if he wins the Super Bowl, with the two MVPs that can make a stake to say he's the baddest man on the planet. 
Mm, no doubt. I mean, that, that's that's going to be the one to watch for sure. Can I throw one in real quick before we sure. say goodbye? Absolutely. All right, so uh, Nets and the Lakers tonight is an interesting game for both. The Lakers and Nets mm. have been going the wrong way. Going the Nets shopping. have lost four in a row in nine of their last ten. So keep an eye on the Nets at the trade deadline. That's one. So that's a game tonight. But Saturday night at the Garden, R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, they come back, the prodigal sons show that love to these guys. Home. But understand they are now – the opponent, right? So we'll see the little bit of motion at the guard on Saturday night. A good football weekend coming up. The K Show is next, Bart. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. I holla. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.